Obsessed with a guy, she talks for hours, and still tomorrow she'll call again. And when he thinks that this could be the end, she calls again. Hello, guys, and welcome to the Gimme Pizza podcast. I'm Amity. I'm Bailey. We don't have Hannah today. She has a hot date, so we just recorded without her. Yeah. So if you miss her, she should be on the next episode. All right. So today we watched New York Minute, and it was Bailey's first time watching that. Really good. It's It's actually really good, you guys. It's actually like so. I know it's not um, actually like a good movie. Like, yeah, we there's some really great reviews (laughs) on this movie, and it's not good. But it has an all star cast. Wait, what did Roger and? Oh yeah, so. They're on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm just going to bring this up for you guys. Um, Richard Roper from Ebert and Roper said, an awful film, (laughs) May 13th, 2004, on Rotten Tomatoes. And I honestly love this movie. I think it's like, so when I was a teenager and I saw it for the first time in theaters and everything, I was like, it's good. Mary Keen Ashley are in it. I love it. Yeah. And I had no idea that it did so poorly in the box office. <laughs> the budget was th- three, 30, 30 million. million. Estimated. <laughs> Estimated 30 million. And the actual, and the gross was 14 million. Yeah, Is that what you said? Yeah, like two months after it released. Because the opening weekend was like almost 6 million. Yeah. And oh. so it's definitely, um, it did not do very well. No. But and not surprisingly, this was their last second feature film, and Ashley's last. Yeah, movie. it was like Ashley's last acting. Yeah. triumph. After this, Mary Kate did do Weeds, and then she was in Beastly, I didn't know that. which was pretty good. Okay. Yeah, she was like a she played a Christian pothead in on Weeds. That's funny. I like that. That's yeah. good. Um, and then she was in Beastly, and she, I don't think she was in anything else. But, so, this movie has an all-star cast featuring Andy Richter, Eugene Levy, Daryl Hammond. Um, the other lady. The other lady who... Yeah, that plays the... Oh, no, it went away. Dang it. She oh. plays the senator, the and hot she... guy's mom right and she um was like in a lot of like second city stuff i guess yeah um let me see her name oh andrea martin yeah andrea martin so yeah she's also in this movie it's pretty oh and then the hot babes we can't forget riley smith who was in motorcross Mm -hmm. the disney channel original movie yeah and then um jared padel padelki who was in um, Supernatural. That's what he is, like, most known for. Oh, can't forget uh, Dr. Drew is their dad. Yes. And then we have Jack Osborne, who plays Justin, uh, Ashley's manager. Yeah, Jack manager Osborne is in it. Of, wait, what were they called? I wrote it oh, down. Oh, um, there were... Something... Zen, Zen Riot. <laughs> Zen Riot, the best <laughs> name to ever exist in time and space. 
Um, so we popped in the DVD and it just like automatically plays previews um, of the hit films of the time. It was this movie came out in two thousand four. Yeah, let's paint a picture. Yeah, of, it came of in. <laughs> it came out in two thousand four. <laughs> Um, Paris Hilton and who's Nicole Richie yeah. are the height of height of popularity. Um, Billboard or Billboard flared jeans were really in. Mm-hmm. Um, Old Navy flip flops. Oh yeah. Um, the rubber bracelets were really popular as well. Yeah, that people said were used for like sex games yeah like teenagers did which i never was a part of i missed that but i did wear those bracelets yeah gummy gummy multi-colored bracelets that you wore like 30 of at a time yeah very hot topic very um leggings with like weird skirts yeah just like that was the time but iconic (laughs) looks so it yeah so it automatically it goes into these hot movies that were popular in 2004 so it really like brought us back to like that time i was 13 how old were you i was 14 yeah Yeah. okay yeah so the first movie is the polar express it's like all cgi i think and it's so like tom hanks was in it Mm -hmm. and it's just the worst creepiest animation ever like computer animation Ruined an excellent book. Yeah, that I loved as a child. I loved that book, and I was like, I can't bring myself to watch this movie. It's creepy as hell. And then it goes into Scooby Doo Two. Hell yes. Which you know we have a lot of great, like fantastic movies. Fantastic. I yeah. love both Scooby Doo um, live action movies are still to this day some of my favorites yeah i watched it a couple weeks ago with my brother i think you came home yeah no yeah i was gonna say you were watching it (laughs) and yeah the colors the style it was like very much a 2000 and for like just yeah that's what they that's what it was yeah was that movie yeah and then the cinderella story with lizzie mcguire and chad michael murray and the lady from um Legally Blonde. Yeah, yeah. I am Stifler. She was in Legally Blonde and like... She was in Best in Show. She was uh, Rhapsody in White's Owner, which was the Poodle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, I haven't seen that movie. Eugene Levy was also in that movie. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, here's Connections. Yeah. A trailer. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's why they chose that trailer. I don't know. And then it, it's like, um, books based on this movie you're about to watch that you probably saw in theaters because you have the DVD and no one would buy the DVD if, like... Yeah. Yeah, if you hadn't come seen on. it already. If you yeah. hadn't seen it already and you, like, yeah, you just you just know. Mm-hmm. So it had all these, like, books based on the movie Which and was, they just, like, looked so bad. I ne- I've never read them. It's a very funny turn of, like, normally movies are based on books. And then yeah. The Olsen twins flipped the script. <laughs> yeah. Those they were like innovators. they were like from Rapsy's perspective, from Jane's perspective, another offshoot. And I kind of want to read the books now <laughs> just to be like what did they think of? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it opens up like the entrance is like some weird CGI clock, like it, like 
It's like the inner workings of a clock. I think you're in the kitchen when this was on. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it looks like a Windows like screensaver, like the maze. Uh huh. It looks like that. Oh. Just like the graphics, everything about it is just like, and it's like, it's like, um, Jane's dream. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. The dream sequence. Yeah, it's like this weird yeah. dream sequence, which I actually like, kind of like. I did too. Yeah. I was like, that's a very interesting way to like open the movie. Yeah, it was good because it it. From the get-go, you knew that she had a very important speech, and that was going to be a big part of the yeah. movie, like, immediately. Right. And I thought it, that was very dreamlike, though, because she's, like, wandering around this, like, white hallway, and there are all these it's, doors. And it's, like, a, and, also a club. Yeah, and then they do, like, split screen. Yeah. And people are coming out of the doors being like, you ready? <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, she's naked in front of an entire audience yeah. of people. Very That's just like typical dream. Yeah. dream. You look, you know right away, like, oh, it's a dream. Yeah, classic. <laughs> and I feel like it's way different than like the budget. Just like seems different than their other movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like probably way more thirty million dollar yeah. budget. Yeah, they must have thought this movie was gonna like take off. Yeah, I mean, they had big people in it. Like, yeah, especially Jack Osborne and Simple Plan, like. You know, that was, they were definitely trying to get, like, a niche audience right. of young teenage girls, us. So right. So, they were really going for it, I feel like, with this movie, and it just didn't really work out. Yeah, unfortunately, anyway. it did so poorly. Yeah. But, yeah, so, yeah, it just had, like, much more of a production value. Yeah. And then we enter into, like, their actual house, and they have like Photoshop pictures of like the twins throughout their They're growing so up funny. with like this dead mom figure. They have another dead mom in this movie. Yeah. And then there's Dr. Drew. And their dad. Their daddy. Dad. And it's just like kind of hilarious, like how much, how many like Photoshop pictures there are. And then it just shows like the difference between Jane and Roxy. Just like all this like going back and forth between. Roxy's crazy messy closet and like dark colors and a random drum set that she plays. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jane's like practicing her speech in her all pink room. And what it what set did you say? It looks like Freaky Friday, Lindsay Lohan's bedroom, or okay. like I guess the mom's bedroom. Someone's bedroom. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie in a really long that's time. It's like essentially the same character kind of thing yeah mom is very put together preppy pink flowery okay yeah is obviously roxy's character yeah almost to the t yeah but you know yeah and it's um yeah i just think it's so funny how they're just like really reaching on that contrast yeah i'm like Roxy has messy, crazy hair and, like, is on her computer in the morning on AOL Instant Messenger. Mm-hmm. And the um, her, Justin, her manager, sends her message yes. about the Simple Plan video shoot. Aiming with him. Yes. <laughs> Aim. The, honestly, like, such a, like, tale of the time. Yeah. Like, you would see, an a, you see a sidekick in this movie. You see a home fax machine in this movie. Oh, yeah. She faxes her fake letter mm-hmm. to the she school. Chicken pox or something. Yeah, she has like a whole, on her computer, it just like blows my mind that she has a whole fake list yeah. of like notes. Yeah. 
It's very Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Like, so many things are taken from that movie, which yeah. I, that's funny. Like, I love that movie. I think yeah. they definitely did it on purpose. They're not trying to be, like, coy about it. Right. But it's just funny that it is, like, it's a little Freaky Friday, a little Ferris Bueller's. Like, there's a lot of Yeah, and someone crossovers. on Rotten Tomatoes called it, like, a complete ripoff from yeah. Ferris Bueller's <laughs> Day Off. Well, and even I was looking through IMDb earlier and they have this thing that's like move other movies or like pop pop culture things that they reference in that movie. And there's a scene much later where Eugene Levy's character Max Lomax <laughs> is in an RV and he's chasing Jane and Roxy who have stolen a taxi cab and are driving it backwards down an alleyway. <laughs> but it is literally the scene in Ferris Bueller when uh uh, the sister, what's her name? I have not Jeannie. seen the movie in so long. Jeannie and um, the principal, Rooney, they have this like eye contact thing, as does Ferris and... Okay, I remember that part in that movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but that's just like 100% exactly what they took that from. Yeah. Which is funny. I, I thought that was really good. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a really good like nod to like good movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they have so, like the... Um, was it... Oh my god, I'm totally spacing on this 70s movie from the early 2000s with Austin Powers. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) They have like Austin Powers references, right? Do they? Is that what you were saying? Oh, no, I don't know. They have a lot of like, just a lot of movies. Yeah, there were lots of references. Like every time Eugene Levy, the truant officer, Max Lomax, is in, he like, it's like very film noir, very like weird. It's like film noir slash like I don't even know. There was a thing, I think it was a review. Somebody said he was like playing a like Dick Tracy. Okay, Dick yeah. He was basically that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very film noir detective. There's like the soft focus the like crazy dark room with all these like weird pictures on the wall of like like yes like (laughs) such from number one like what a creep like stalking a 17 or 18 year old girl yeah for skipping school for skipping school like to me that just like screams like predator Mm -hmm. yeah something fishy but obviously he's just like wants to like catch something yeah that's his so mission. Yeah, his only chance. His only chance to, like, prove himself yeah, is to catch girl. Roxy Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we have the, her manager is Jack Osborne. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because she's reading the Rolling Stone with Ozzy Osborne mm-hmm. in the beginning. Yeah. It's, like, a weird connection that I never even thought of until. Cute little wink. It's like, oh, guess who's coming into the movie? So they're, like, planting this seed of, like, Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. And then they see Jack Osbourne, and they're just like, oh. Yeah. How cool. Mm-hmm. I love. Which is funny, and I should have looked it up, but, like, this had to have come out when um, the Osbourne show Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I think on. so. Yeah. Yeah, like, had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Jack was pretty young when that started. Yeah. And he, he looks young in this movie for sure. Yeah. So I mean, all, all those reality shows were, like, going on. Mm-hmm. And Daryl Hammond was, was on SNL mm-hmm. during this, too. Which kind of blew my mind a little bit. I've never. I've not watched. I honestly have not watched this movie in years. Yeah. 
and um just like to see daryl hammond like i'm like oh i know who this is he's mm-hmm. on snl he's like played so many iconic roles yeah. on snl and when i was a kid i had no idea oh yeah i was just like oh it's a funny actor in america yeah. movie like andy richter i never even put it together mm-hmm. I, I, I don't even I mean, know how i knew who andy richter was because my mom is a really big fan of his. Okay. And he was like Conan O'Brien's like yeah. sidekick And he still guy. is. Yeah, and he <laughs> still is. Um, but yeah, so I knew who he was. But I didn't see this movie when I came yeah. out. So right. I never would have. Yeah. And I never it. even thought of it. And I've yeah. seen Andy Richter in so much stuff now. Like I watched Conan. Mm-hmm. And he was on um, the Pete Holmes You Made It Weird podcast. And oh, it's such a good episode. Check it out. Yeah. But um, he was on that. And I, so I know who Andy Richter is. Mm-hmm. And I never thought, like, it's the guy who plays, like, the oddly kind of racist character yeah. in the New York Minute. Ad- first adopted son. Yeah. The number one adopted son. Yeah, number one adopted son to, the like, mob. this weird Chinese mob, Chinese mafia type of thing yeah. where they sell pirated DVDs. Millions of dollars. That's like the the premise of the action part yeah. of this movie is like there is a microchip that for some random reason a random Asian guy oh. just puts it in Roxy's bag and then he gets arrested immediately. Right. And so the Andy Richter's whole character is trying to get this chip right out of her bag yes because yeah because roxy decides she like meets with jack osborne and her manager justin Mm -hmm. he's like go to this simple plan video shoot bring these demoed cds and give it to the executives and they're gonna love it as if like that ever happens in real life yeah like you give like an executive your demo cd and they're like it goes in the trash. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. And you don't just walk up to them either. They're not like... at some, they're not at a music video mm-hmm. dancing. Yeah. I don't, like, I really doubt it. That was so <laughs> stupid. Because Jack was even like, just look for the, like, the rich guys in suits, like. Dancing. Dancing funny or something like that. Right. And when she finally gets there, she spots them and, like, just beeline straight for these dudes. And they're like, oh, cool, thanks. We'll check it out. No. um, Yeah, when Roxy is, like, at Jack Osborne's house, there's, like, this pool party going on with all these truants that skip school. At, 8 o'clock in the morning, Yeah, this is, like, in the morning in New York. Like, it must – okay, so in the timeline, I just realized this. Mm -hmm. They – they're supposed to, like – they graduated probably, what, like, a few months, like, later. Because oh, okay. later, there's, like, the yeah. six-month timeline is, like, they graduated, Roxy's going on tour, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And... Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> but, so, Roxy... they So, they graduate six months after this, like, technically this story takes place in this movie. But I'm trying to figure out, like, when... When does the day start? start? And, like, what's the temperature like in New York in, like, let's say March? Yeah, April. It's cold. Yeah, it's not. It's right now. It's, like, just snowed in New York. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They wouldn't be swimming. Actually, my friend just got back from New York last week, and she said it was, like, 65. 
Yeah. But that's like global warming. Right, right, right. You know, this is over 10 years But that's still like too cold to swim. Yeah. And, yeah. No, not not happening. And so, but Max Lomax comes into their pool and he's like, he arrests them for skipping school. I know from experience, like I skipped school basically like my whole like seventh grade year. Oh, really? I was just like, I... I didn't want to go to school, so I faked sick for, like, three months. Yeah. And um, they send you a letter. That's what they do. Yeah. yeah they the truants care. officer... They don't care. ...sends you a letter, mm-hmm. and they're, like, tell you, to tell your parents that, like, you've been missing too much school. You yeah. gotta go to school, or you're gonna yeah. have to take summer school. Yeah. That's basically it. Yeah. And... No one's gonna come after right. you. Yeah. Yeah. You can get away with it. Right. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Just got to get home and catch that attendance phone call before right. your parents do. <laughs> and, <laughs> I mean, friend. I guess, like, I never had a truancy officer that was, like, Max Lomax. He thinks he's, like, a real detective mm-hmm. and cop. Yeah. Which, who knows, someday. Maybe. He's probably out there now. He's probably real. Yeah. Yeah. Getting the bad kids. <laughs> yeah. And so... After, you know, there's the whole, like, all the kids at the pool party get arrested. Mm-hmm. The band of Wakefield, that's what they're called. Ooh, that's what they're called, Wakefield. It's yeah. like those guys in that pool. Yeah. And they, we see, like, Jane and Roxy go on a train because Roxy needs to go to that Simple Plan video shoot mm-hmm. in Manhattan. And Roxy has her speech to get into Oxford University. Yeah. At Columbia. Fellowship. Yeah, it's a fellowship. Something McGill. Yeah, the McGill fellowship. fellowship. Yeah. To get like a full ride into Oxford, probably. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, I would feel like that's an important thing. Yeah, lofty goals. Yeah. And she had it all planned. She like bought her ticket for the train mm-hmm. and she was like on her way to success. Yeah. But then Roxy fucks it up. Yep. She did. She. Gets on the train. She doesn't pay for a ticket. She, they spill everything on Daryl Hammond. Yeah. Like popcorn and coffee and Mary Kate's character just dumps Red Bull on his crotch. Yeah, after dumping, accidentally (laughs) pouring the coffee on him. Yeah, and she wants to like evade paying a ticket. So she goes to the bathroom and pounds on the door and then punches Daryl Hammond in the face. (laughs) Which is actually like so funny. And then they both get kicked off the train, even though Jane has a ticket. Yeah. He, for some reason, the train conductor thinks that they're the same person. Yeah. But they don't look like yeah. it. Like, he kicked, he kicked off Roxy first, and then, like, literally walks back on the train, and then sees Jane. He's like, I just kicked you out of here. And yeah. She's like, no, and he's like, oh, phantom twin. Yeah. And he's like, do you think I'm stupid? Do you think I'm an idiot or something? And she's like, do you really want me to answer that? And I was like, zing yeah. by Jane. <laughs> As the director said, she's like a another Lucille Ball. Oh, yes. Quoted. Quoted from the director of New York Minute. Who is Denny Gordon. Yeah. Denny Gordon is our director. <laughs> and, um, I just think it's so funny, like, how... They are fighting so hardcore in this thing. It's just like they're really stretching it. Mm-hmm. They're like on this train and they're like sitting. Like Daryl Hammond's in the middle and like there's Jane and there's Roxy and they're just like boom, boom, boom. 
And for some reason, Roxy doesn't even know that Jane is trying to get into Oxford University, even though they like live in the same house. Yeah. I understand that they're not close, but like you would know that. Yeah. Of your sibling. Yeah. You can't, yeah. She you was can't like, just like be complete that unaware of yeah. your sibling's yeah. life. She's like, Oxford is in England? No, Oxford is in nowhere near you. <laughs> 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 just like forever hate yeah. each other. Yeah. And basically, Jane runs into her love interest, Jim the bike messenger. Oh, yeah. Jim. She, she rips her skirt. It was Riley. Riley, yes. Riley. The moto. Yeah, he's from motocross. Yeah. And, yeah, (laughs) Disney Channel original movie motocross. And she runs into him. Then you see Andy Richter as this limo driver. Enter Andy Richter's character. And he, this is, like, so awkward that he talks in, like, this weird... Chinese accent. It would never fly today. They like really got on that train and like the very last. I feel like you stop being able to really do that. I mean, people still probably do it. Yeah. But like it's would be if this movie came out now, all of the people on Tumblr Mm -hmm. would be ranting and raving about it for like obvious real reasons. It's so stereotypical. Yeah. I did think it was cool, though. I mean, they did, they use a lot of racial stereotypes in this Yeah, movie. no, There's they do. a later scene where they go into, like, a black beanie parlor. And the House of Bling. You can imagine. Um, but I did think it was cool that they didn't, like, make the Ma is her character, the, like, mafia woman in yeah. Richter's adopted mother. Um, they didn't make her be, like, Super, super over the top. Yeah, she was still like, she was kind of like a woman in charge. Yeah, still. Yeah, she's a badass for sure. But it wasn't, you know, like over accentuating right. her fake accent and all of right. that. But it was still like not kosher. And I get sure. that it's like there, it, there is something though, like kind of funny about Andy Richter playing. This character who's, like, this big tubby white guy mm-hmm. who's, like, still a mama's boy who thinks he's Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. I don't but know. I, she yells at him about it. She's like, you're not Chinese. Stop yeah. talking like And then that. even, like, Mary, yeah, she's like, either talk in Chinese or speak in English. No more of this fake accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, like, it reminds me of, um, what, the, that lady who, like, think she's black like something donzel rachel rachel donzel yeah it reminds me kind of of that yeah but i guess he didn't like dye his skin or like mm-hmm. that's a little better yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was just like ooh, because she's like yeah jane ryan is like you think you're chinese but you're not mm-hmm. and i was like oh can we just like put that on people's yeah, like real. slide that into people who are like transracial mm-hmm. yeah no. no, like Andy Richter laid the ground for you that it's not yeah. cool. <laughs> and, Take a note. Yeah, and I, oh yeah, I wanted to mention that like Max Lomax's like office, mm-hmm. it has just like I will catch Ra- Roxy Ryan oh, like yeah. over and over and over again, like a, some weird obsessive 
serial murderer. Yeah, it's creepy. It's written on a chalkboard. <laughs> it just says it over and over again. Yeah. I feel like I've seen, like, that's like, from The Simpsons, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, something, like... It's, like, newspaper clippings, like, in-depth about her. And, and every time he appears, there's, like, some weird mystery, like, Austin Powers music. Mm-hmm. Like, 007. Yeah, very, like, clarinet saxophone yeah yeah like time to catch a time to catch a criminal and then like the screen breaks out into like a bunch of weird square sections and then like eventually combines and it's just like very like james bond Mm -hmm. yeah yeah super very like 1960s but like nothing about the film is like oh no, no no yeah not at all. Not That's at the all. only... It's like, I want them to, like, just pick something mm-hmm. and, like, stick to it. Yeah. But it's... Whatever. It's a little star picture. Yeah. And another, like, little racist thing that happens is, um, ancient Chinese proverb, never accept a ride from stranger. Oh, yeah. Oh. <sighs> you know what? It was, what, 13 years ago, and... But still not cool. Yeah. Cause, yeah, because Andy Richter's character, what's his name? I don't remember. I just kept up. thinking the whole time, I was just like, Andy Richter. Yeah, I know. Um, the guy. I think it's Benny, right? Benny, Benny Bang. Uh, Benny Bang. Ma Bang, right. Okay. okay. That's yeah. her name, Ma Bang. And then Benny Bang. Yeah. He basically, after they drop the chip into Roxy's bag, mm-hmm. he's like, I'll give you free ride. In limo. Yeah, he tricks them. He tricks them to getting in the limo. Yeah. And honestly, it's like, so he never really gets that chip back, eh, spoiler alert, but like, honestly, why would he put the chip in some strange girl's bag? Mm-hmm. To me, that's just like, I guess like in the end, he was probably never going to hurt her if she just like gave him the purse. Yeah. But like. I mean, if this were real. She would be murdered so fast. I know. So dead. Over pirated movies. So fast. That apparently make billions. Millions <laughs> of dollars. Of dollars. But yeah. now I feel like you could never sell a pirated movie. No. You no. could download it for free online. Yeah. Yeah. And just risk the consequences. No one, yeah, no But I also think you could have done... you. I was... There's no time in my life that I was downloading shit more uh-huh. than in 2004. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's like, true. I was all about like Kazaa and mm-hmm. LimeWire. LimeWire. Yeah. And that's like from 2004 basically to 2007. Yeah, I was totally. like on that. Yeah, definitely. And to, for them to be like, it's all these pirated movies that they're selling for millions of dollars are going to get. It just doesn't. Yeah, the the cost that they're putting into that, you're not going to make that money back. Like you would have you would have to sell hundreds of thousands of CDs and DVDs to make back the money you spent on buying blank CDs and DVDs <laughs> and cases. I know. And, like, and the printing. printing <laughs> and, know. like, the limo that he somehow, like, yeah. can drive around. Yeah. Like, none of, nothing about this movie makes sense. Yeah. Chinese mafia right. going to go down real quick. Right. And then they fight <laughs> in the subway. They have, like, that weird kung fu yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah. How do they... Oh, okay. So they're... 
Jane and Roxy are stranded at this train station. There's not another train to New York for three hours. That's when Andy Richter, they get a ride from him. And then they're pulling up to some building in New York. And they're like, oh, are you lost? And then they escape somehow. They escape through the sunroof. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, they're running away from him. And they end up in the subway. And he's down there. And he steals a cane from just a a random old man that's standing right there. (laughs) And Roxy and Andy Richter battle. They do, like, taekwondo fighting with each other. And it's, like, so Matrix. Right. Very Matrix. Another movie reference there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't know why Roxy Ryan just, like, randomly is just, like, carrying her own drumsticks. Oh, okay. Two... Totally random things. Uh, Andy Richter starts speaking Chinese to them, and Jane's character speaks huh? Mandarin. And Roxy's like, you know Chinese? And she's like, there's a lot you don't know about me. And then <laughs> Roxy starts fighting Taekwondo with Andy Richter, and I thought they were going to repeat the line, but switched, and they didn't. And I was like, oh, so this is just like a normal thing. Well, and then, well, Jane is like, you you know, um, you know Kung Fu? Mm-hmm. And she's like, Taekwondo. Yeah. Three times a week for three years or something. Like yeah. ten times a week for three years, like some ridiculous number. Yeah. And she's like, Yeah, so it's basically like it, there's a lot you don't know about me. Yeah. They these twins, they live in the same house, but clearly they don't know each other. They do not get along. Yeah. At all. No. And then the, Jane's heels break. Oh gosh. <laughs> I'm just like She's like, these are my best heels, but they fall apart when yeah. she's like randomly walking. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but I have some heels and like I've n- they've never bro- broken like that. I have had one pair of shoes and they broke immediately after I bought them. Okay. They're vintage, so. And they weren't your best heels. They weren't. No. No. Nope, it's like I would believe it if like it happened to one of them, like. Mm-hmm. some freak weak spot that she yeah. hit yeah but then roxy just hits the other one against the trash bin and it just breaks like yeah. nothing <laughs> she's like now they're your best flat but they're like a weird like it's a you... high heel without a heel on it it's not the same <laughs> at all would not be comfortable to walk no in. so yeah ashley just like walks like a duck mm-hmm. until the bodega which is honestly oh, my favorite yeah. scene it's a good part well, because they get splashed, they get, like, alcoholic slushy jumped on them by a homeless guy. Mm-hmm. On accident. On accident. Yeah. He wasn't a good, bad guy. Yeah. It's because Jane was being a jerk. Yeah. She's she, to like, take the money back from him. Yeah. Roxy gives him a dollar, and she was cool. like, you're just feeding this man's poverty or something. You're feeding addiction. 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 Yeah. And you're just feeding this man's addiction. Just get him a granola bar. Yeah. So fucked. I hate that mentality. Privileged. So I mean, these people, these girls don't even live in New York City. They yeah. live in the suburbs of yeah. New York. I think it said they live in, like, Long Island or something. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't see that part. I read it. Oh. Yeah, I read it. You read, yeah. you read that. I, I never, I always assumed, like, Westchester. Yeah, I don't know what part in the movie someone got that from, but. Maybe it was, like, the pan, because they have, like, that over pan. Yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah. they just, like, put the map together. Yeah, I don't or like the length it would take from <laughs> Long Island to New York mm-hmm. on that tr- that specific train ride. Yeah, it's like yeah, 
Oh, which was a funny thing that I read on IMDb, like some goofs that they had. There are like a couple different parts in the movie where you see um, a train or a bus go by and it says like Toronto Transit municipality or something yeah like they're filming in toronto and probably like with that 30 billion million (laughs) billion dollar budget they couldn't get an editor a continuity editor Uh to like catch that flaw i mean i didn't get it when watching it but like Mm -hmm. people are watching it like the editors are watching it over and over and over again over and over and over again i guess like if you see something like so many times it's like hard to catch something Mm -hmm. but also it's there yeah. Well, and that's such a simple, simple visual effects edit, too. Like, yeah. it's so easy to just copy, like, hide the name of the bus as it's going by. Like, that's like yeah. a 20-minute project, whatever. But. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but, so the bodega is, it's honestly my favorite scene, I think, in this whole movie. She's so grossed out. Yeah, because there's, like, the bodega, like, looks, honestly, I've been in New York, and that's a nice bodega. Mm-hmm. And also, who uses the bathroom of a bodega? They wouldn't let you. Like, no convenience store would ever let you use their bathroom. Yeah, I mean, ever. I've definitely been to, like, gas stations where it's, like, obviously they have bathrooms. Yeah. But, like, a bodega? Yeah, no. No. Not you go to the Starbucks mm-hmm. down the street exactly. and you use their bathroom for free. Or, exactly. like, the library. Yeah. But, um, so she's at the bodega and it's like this dungeon. She like walks down this gross hallway and it's like this gross dungeon with like the toilets just like oozing grossness. Yeah. It's very like train spotting. Yeah. <laughs> That's like totally it looks what like I was thinking Someone of. has overdosed in this bathroom. Mm-hmm. They've never cleaned it. Yeah. And she, as Jane Ryan, is, like, this type A personality. Mm-hmm. She's just, like, appalled. Yeah. Horrified. Yeah. And she falls in the toilet, which is funny. Yeah. While Roxy is, like, picking out so many different snacks and goodies and sunglasses mm-hmm. and, like, red, she t- like, she has an obsession with Red Bull for some reason. Yeah. Was that, this a really good year for Red Bull? It must have been. I don't know. I always thought Red Bull was alcohol when I was younger. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was like, I can't drink that. Why are they showing it on? Yeah. Like Nickelodeon yeah. and MTV all the well, time. But... I definitely like hated Red Bull. Like Red Bull I hated so gross. energy drinks like for my entire life. Yeah. But then I saw this movie and I was like, Mary Kate likes Red Bull. Uh-huh. I guess I like Red Bull now. Uh-oh. And so I was like 13 and just chugging Red Bull before uh-huh. school. I just so gross. Yeah. <laughs> so gross. And I just remember like my like every day before school my dad would drop me off and he would take me to the gas station to get like an energy drink. And I'm like so a child. Yeah. And this was also like before I could drive. Like uh-huh. in high school he would take me to the gas station down the street. Yeah. And I would get like a rock star yeah. or like a Red Bull. Uh. And then I would come home from school. And I usually walked until I could drive, and I would go to that same gas station and get another energy drink. <laughs> it was honestly so gross. Yeah. It's like promoting this energy drink I culture. Know. That's such a sponsor. I know, yeah. And like Frito Lays, definitely. She Def- buys a she starts eating Fritos in the store and puts a bag of like Lay's potato chips oh, on yeah. the counter. And she's like, this one for now, that one for later. You get me? Or something yeah. like that. And like <laughs> 
it worked for me at least. I was definitely like all about Red Bull for like years to come. Mm-hmm. But that, maybe that went into their thirty billion dollar budget. They got reimbursed for some placement. Thirty million. Million. <laughs> <laughs> Billions of dollars. Nice budget for a movie ever in the history of film. Thirty. Thirty billion, billion dollars. I mean, come on. Did you see those? Like swoops of the city. Yeah. That was all by drone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, um, yeah. So the thirty billion dollar budget. Um, part of it was the sponsors, which they got reimbursed for. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Totally. And, and then so they leave the oh yeah so Roxy and Jane. So Roxy needs money, and then Jane. Oh, yeah, to buy her snacks. Yeah, to buy all her snacks and sunglasses yeah. and random shit. Yeah. And she's like, "Can I borrow some money?" Mm-hmm. And Jane is just like, "Oh no, my day planner. Yeah. My credit cards, my money, my life isn't that day planner. My yeah. speech. She left it in the limo. And here we go down this roller coaster yeah. of more wrong turns. This is where it gets juicy. People. It gets. Riveting story and really like, gets going. I actually it. think it's so hilarious. <laughs> Just like, um, they're walking down the street, and this is my favorite line in the entire movie. I think where Jane is like, "I'm trying to think of a reason to keep on living," and I feel like that's my mantra. Yeah. <laughs> Just like always. Oh my god, life is falling apart. Yeah. And she needs to get her day planner, mm-hmm. and so they go on this little adventure to get. Oh, but she's. They're both... Oh, and then there's a truck that drives by and they both get splashed with dirty water. Oh, yeah. That behind, that happens before, right? When they're... They have to go to the yeah, bodega. before the bodega. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. happens right it's, after the drink gets spilled on. And a, it's a Hummer that splashes them. Oh. Another sign of, like, 2004. Oh, totally. I don't think... Do Hummers exist still? I've never seen a Hummer I, in Portland. They don't make them anymore. Because I've just been watching Lost. I just finished Lost. <laughs> Sidetrack. So yes. I finished last. And like, I was thinking about this because Hurley has a Hummer. Oh. And I was like, is, I was like thinking, I was like, oh my God, I have not seen a Hummer in years. I definitely, I had a neighbor who had one. Damn. And this real? was like, they got it like right after Bush was elected. And I was like, oh, they're such Republicans. Mm. And I think it was like a lesbian couple. So they yeah. Maybe they were. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I still, but, I knew this kid who would flip off a Hummer whenever he saw it. Uh, and I was like, and at first I thought he was really cool because I thought he was like super cute. And now, so I grew up and I still like, he's really good friends with like my old coworker, mm-hmm. which was like a weird small world thing. And he is like the most annoying, cool guy, like uh, travels the world and like probably still flips off Hummers. I don't know, probably. Yeah. Or maybe he drives a Hummer. I don't know. Maybe he has I don't know much about him. 2004 Hummer. Yeah, it's vintage. <laughs> he got it on Etsy. Um, and so, anyways. yeah, anyways, they're still like filthy and they can't. She doesn't have her day planner. Mm-hmm. And so they sneak into a hotel. Very fancy hotel. A very fancy hotel. Like the plaza or something. Yeah, somewhere really nice. It's like butlers. Yeah, and Mary-Kate, like, gets into a room by, like, stopping the door with her drumstick that she, for some reason, has. Yeah. I guess, like, drumsticks could come in handy. Yeah. yeah. I never thought about sneaking in a hotel like that. Have you ever been hit by a drumstick? No. Or, or like, 
whack someone on the head with that. Like in concerts, like when the drummers throw their drumsticks, mm-hmm. do you think it ever like hits someone in the head? Probably. Yeah. God, danger. I know. Yeah. I've broken sometimes. Broken my eye. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so she, Mary Kate catches the door with her drumstick, and then they just like okay. randomly sneak into this like the senator's house which we don't know but it's she's like a fancy lady yeah well he yeah she's a fancy lady but yeah. we soon find out she's a senator mm-hmm. with a really hot son with a really hot son who walks in on them like naked literally naked they're just like well in towels but like naked underneath the he towels he's naked he, oh yeah he's naked i mean maybe is he does he have pants on they don't show it but i swear he takes off all his clothes and walks into the room. He walks into the room shirtless for sure. Yeah. With his little no hair on his chest. Yeah. Not a real man. Which one was that? The other guy. That one is Jared Pidel- Pidelke? Something like that. P- Pidelke? But he's on Supernatural. Yeah, he's on Supernatural. Super Babe. Yeah. Trey she- is his name. Trey. Trey. Trey That's such a, like, hot guy, like... From the OC name. Yeah, definitely. Like, definitely OC. Except, like, Trey Anastasio and Trey Cool. Like, those are the only Trey's that I know. <laughs> and they're both, like, Rick and Green Day. And whatever. <laughs> Trey Anastasio. Tool? What is he in? Something like that. I don't even Anyways. Know. Um, but, so they, they get a call from Andy Richter's character, Benny Bang. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you have my chip. And they're like, I didn't eat your chips. <laughs> Roxy, did you eat this man's chips? I didn't eat his chips. <laughs> and it's like, too much. Yeah, because they figure out that like the, but then they figure out the chip is a microchip. Mm-hmm. And then the dog eats the chip. Which they first, she, Roxy takes it out of its case. And there's a plate of chocolate sitting on the bed. And she puts the chip in, like, next to the chocolates on this plate. Like, why did you do that? <laughs> why, why at all did you do that? <laughs> why would you? You should keep it somewhere safe. Yes. Put it put back, it back in, in your, your purse. purse. And be like, we have your chip. Don't We're touch on it. our way. We're coming. <laughs> we got it. Give this us could have all been avoided. For the chip. <laughs> Easy. Simple. But no. She had yeah. to put it with chocolate so that the dog, the, the weird dog. ratty dog, would eat it. Which is one of those, it's like a, it's a hairless, I forget what it's called. It has like an X in its name. My friend from high school has one. Now, uh, it's hideous. They're ugly dogs. But it's this dog's like an angel. With like very long hair on the top of it. It's like a mohawk. It almost looks like yeah. a mohawk. Yeah. It looks like a gremlin. Oh, it does with yeah. the big ears. Yeah. And it's kind of cute. Yeah. It's creepy, but it's kind of It grows on you. That's what they said in the behind-the-scenes feature. Yeah. And then apparently the dog is in, like, the re- like the majority of yeah. the rest of the movie. It's just, like... What's his name? It's, like, Ronaldo? Yeah, Ronaldo, Ronaldo. is the name okay. of the dog. Yeah. And they're, like, we need this chip. And they're just, like, shaking <laughs> the dog. It is so funny, though. <laughs> Shaking the dog and throwing it back and forth to okay. each other. But like my favorite part of this scene is when um 
Trey enters and it's like sexy Mary Kate with the hair. <laughs> oh, and it's yeah, Ashley is just like casually drying off. And she's so not even wet. She funny. just showered. So but she's not, her hair's not wet. No, not at all. She's like casual, like, ooh, just Dress, showered. Slip. And then it's no doubt, hey baby, is yeah. <laughs> playing. <laughs> hey yes. baby, hey baby, hey. And then, yeah, so they throw the dog back and forth. And then they throw the dog out of a window. Of course, because all hotels have windows that open. Really big windows that open, if you want to. I don't know. I've never been to a really fancy hotel. They don't. No one has windows like that. Really? It's like a safety feature. Like I guess that's true. Yeah. But in, so Mike Probiglia, Mm -hmm. he once jumped out of a window at the La Quinta Inn. I just don't believe it. I don't believe (laughs) a window could... Well, he b- jumped through the window, the glass oh, closed window. Okay, okay. They probably don't open all the way. No. And why would they, they have like, had that open? The kind that like cracks just a little bit open, so you can like see your arm out, but you can't fit your whole body through it. Yeah, I guess that would be it. another. This is a fake movie. Silliness. Yeah. Non-reality. And then they so Jane just like decides to crawl out the window. Mm-hmm. Because that's what... Onto the ledge. Onto the ledge. Yeah. And then eventually Roxy follows her. Yeah. And... Senator Lipton comes back. Where's my dog? To talk to her son. She's not meeting with Hillary no. until one. <laughs> so she comes back. And we all know who she's talking about. Hillary Clinton. All know. And... So funny. Um... So they eventually find the dog, and then they fall in, like, a painter's thing. Yeah, it's like a window cleaner. Yeah, a window cleaner. Like a cart crate thing? Yeah. I don't know what they're called. I feel like they do call it an elevator. Like, it's it like might... an out... outside elevator? Outside window painter? Yeah. Window washer's elevator? Yeah. Like I don't know. It's like a... a... It's everyone, a big crate. Every you've seen knows. it. Yeah, you've seen it. You don't need and, a description of it. You know what it looks like. Yeah. And so they eventually, they press, like, some weird button, and then they just, like, free fall. <laughs> and they see the Daryl Hammond's character. Yeah, they stop right at his window. And he's like, things don't just fall from the sky. And they fall from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, people don't appreciate the humor in this movie. Yeah. They take it, it as, like, a funny. serious... Yeah. They're like, this should be a real comedy. But it's, like, really just, like, ridiculous. It's so campy and yeah. physical comedy the entire time. Like, it's just supposed to make, like... It's not an intelligent movie. Like, are <laughs> no. you watching this to, like, learn something about the world? Are you watching this to, like... very misguided. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's... I think it's, honestly, <coughs> Mary-Kate and Ashley's, like, finest moment. Even though it was, like, their worst, <coughs> their worst movie. Yeah. Like, I guess it didn't do as well as like It Takes Two. I laughed a lot more at this than I did at Billboard Dad. Yeah, yeah. It's honestly, sure. like, I don't think any of their other straight-to-video movies are, like, this hilarious. Like, this is legitimately is funny. funny. Yeah. And I, I mean, there's obviously, like, Andy Richter and yeah. Eugene Levy and Daryl Hammond. Yeah, yeah. But, like. And Maria <laughs> not memorable it. enough <laughs> she's funny too she's super funny she's a really funny actress she's really really funny um so 
Uh, Andrea Martin. Andrea Martin. Andrea Martin. Andrea Martin. Martin. Andrea Martin. Look her up. Andrea Martin. She's really funny. She's in... Oh, she's in a lot of movies. She was... Was she the mom in um, My Big Fat Greek Wedding? Yeah. she No, she was an aunt. An aunt. Yeah. She's, like, small... Because the mom is the, like, big... Oh, yeah, that's right. The big, super tall lady... And then it's like her sister in law or her sister. And she's like still insane. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie in so long. Like a foot shorter than than her. But yeah, Andrea Martin is funny. She's like does a lot of Second City stuff. Yeah. She's a comedic angel. (laughs) They run through Times Square in their robes after they fall. And they like land in trash. And then Bob Saget. But first that her wrote her towel oh, yeah. off, and there's like nakedness in this movie. Oh yeah, it's very sexual. It is. It's a very sexual movie, and like the fact that she's—it's so nasty to me that she's like naked and trash. I know. Yeah, they fall in a dumpster. And like I, I could have gone without that visual. Yeah. Of like Ashley, like Ashley also naked. Like I like the idea of that. I don't even know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, like I'm sure she looks great, but Ashley Olsen naked in trash. Like I feel sad for her. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Okay, um, but big, big, huge, huge, huge moment of the movie when they're running through Times Square. Yeah, and they see Bob Saget. And they see Bob Saget, and he's like so funny. He like looks grossed out. Yeah, and he's, it, he's so like bewildered <laughs> and like horrified. Yeah. It's so funny, the look on his face. It's so funny. Just, like, he's in it for, like, a brief second, and in the credits, he's, like, on the top. Really? Yes. They probably had to pay him a lot of money oh, to be in it. But I don't know. I feel like because he loves the girls, yeah, he probably he did it for a cheap yeah. price. Yeah. But they probably true. put him high on the credits just so, like... Because they love him, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. But that's a really funny cameo. But they eventually yeah. get they so they go to Central Park and they get their I Heart New York outfits that were all the rage after nine eleven. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, not to bring back nine no, eleven. I love New York too. Yeah. We but were like, the whole time we were watching it, we were like, I want to go to New York. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. So we heart New York. We heart New York. But those like that logo was just like so popular. Yeah. Yeah. And so they get all these outfits. They trade it for like a watch. Literally, it must watch. be a nice watch. I guess she. I it mean, was, it was Jane's watch. So yeah, it's probably a probably fancy. fancy watch. Yeah, and their dad's a doctor, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm sure that like they're not poor. Mm-mm. And yeah. so she gives him his watch. They even get like a little ban- bandana oh. for Ronaldo. So cute. He does look really cute. <laughs> he does look so handsome in his little <laughs> scarf. And then they eventually. Finally get what? to the Simple Plan video shoot. Well, they split off, though. Oh, yes. Remember? They, they have do. this, like, is that the fight? Part? It's not the main fight, but there is, like, a fight. Okay. I think she was like, I'll come with you to, like, bring the dog, yeah. get the dog to Benny Bang. Yeah, that's right. And she was like, yeah. Jane's like, no, thank you. Yeah. Or like something dramatic. Yeah. Because they're like, like such drama queens. This hasn't been like a good luck day with you. Yeah. Or something like she that. She was like, okay. Yeah. Then 
she Jane goes and meets Andy Richter at the hotel, and he like drags her into the limo. Oh yeah. And she's like, "Here's the chip," and she gives him the dog. He's like, she eventually gets out. That's basically. She escapes. The dog pees on him. Oh, that's right. Right. How yeah. could we forget? He starts shaking the dog, too, which is, like, the funniest reaction to, like, get something out of a dog. Is to shake it to shake and it. then <laughs> the dog to pee. To me, it's just, like, too funny. <laughs> yeah. And even, like, in the behind the scenes, Andy Richter's like, the dog pees on me. Mm-hmm. I'm pouring wine. That's what you can hear <laughs> in the microphone. I'm not going to edit that out. Um, boxed wine. Anyways, um, so, but the Simple Plane video shoot, after she escapes, they're all at the Simple Plane video shoot, which is, like, the end of Act 1 of this movie. Yes, yeah. And I don't know about you, but I was, like, a huge fan of Simple Plane. Totally. Oh, yeah. So, so into Simple Plane. And the pants, like, we made note of, like, all their costumes, their little outfits. Baggy capri cargo pants. Dickies, I think. Probably, Probably Dickies. yeah. I don't know about you, but I shopped at the Dickie store at the mall. Really? Oh, we yeah. We have one. Yeah, we. Ha- I had navy blue Dickies long pants that I wore in, like, middle school, high school. Yeah. I thought it was, like, I, like, really like to dress like a boy. Mm-hmm. I wore, like, very baggy men's jeans. Oh. Boy's jeans. Yeah. Like, teen boy jeans. Yeah. I was into tight pants. Really? And Dickie, I didn't like Dickies on me because they were baggy and they gave me love handles. I was like, this isn't, this isn't <laughs> This isn't Not, working for you? No, no. I was like, what I really liked Simple Plan, I was also really into, like, Good Charlotte mm-hmm. and all that stuff. You found Glory, oh, Open A2, Some 41. Yeah. All the pop punk. Right. All of the pop punk. And if you're listening to this and you like pop punk, you should listen to Take Off Your Pants and Podcast, which is a Blink-182 podcast. Ooh, that was a podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's my boyfriend's <laughs> podcast, so I'm just doing it. Just listen to it. It's really good. Take off your pants and podcast. That's it's like, so <laughs> they talk like for two hours about Blink-182. Oh my god. <laughs> I wonder if there's a Simple Plan podcast. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's like a Probably. podcast for everything. Yeah. Yeah, there has to be. There's multiple Blink-182 podcasts. Yeah. But you should only listen to Take Off Your Pants on Podcast. Because <laughs> he helps me use this microphone. shout out to ryan (laughs) thank you he's gonna be on the episode one day um but yeah so there's the simple plane video shoot and it's just a concert basically but like all the a bunch of amateur new york actors Mm -hmm. were extras for this shoot and can't forget one of the best lines in the movie when uh, uh eugene levy's character is um, standing in the crowd looking for the girls. Oh, yeah. And there's just <laughs> these two so girls that he's standing next to, and they're both, like, kind of weird-looking, but not, like, in, like, a punk way or anything. They're no. just, like, strange-looking oh. girls. <laughs> and he's, like, being a fucking dork, like a total dad about being at a cool rock concert. <laughs> and then this girl is, like, what is she? I wrote it down. Yeah, she's, like... Sorry, I didn't catch your name. Is it loser? <laughs> Big bird. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> when he finally sees Roxy and he chases her and they're just like having this big like ch- like weird chase while this song by Blink or by some f- no. 
simple plan <laughs> is playing and it's honestly the meanest song ever yeah. but it's also about me because it's like um can't you just go somewhere on vacation um you can pack a bag if you'd like just like one way ticket out of my life watching you fly away i never oh, liked you so hurtful so mean <laughs> oh my god simple plan but they wrote it for this movie they did yeah and i'm i just don't understand like why this why this song for this movie this mean ass song it really doesn't have anything to do with the girls at all no i guess that's like song yeah i don't know they're just a bad band i think i know but i don't know the that one song by them that's like um oh Sorry, I can't be perfect. Oh, yeah. I first heard, I'm a dick. I'm a dick to say you. <laughs> I was like, I got my Simple Plan CD and I would just like listen to it on my headphones and my CD player mm-hmm. in the car. Yeah. Like, yeah. parents don't talk to me. Yeah. I'm having a moment. I'm listening to Simple Plan. They're the only ones that get me. <laughs> I, would, I would buy a CD. And then, like, sit in front of my CD player and listen to it over and over again and sing along with the lyrics in oh. the booklet so oh, I could yeah. memorize oh, the yeah. songs as fast as possible. That's the best way to do it. <laughs> oh, man. It makes me want to go to karaoke and, like, sing Simple Plan. Oh, yeah, we should. Yeah, it's <laughs> a new should. idea. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so they chase each other, the Simple Plan video shoot. Mm-hmm. Um they eventually, like, Roxy and Jane just, like, eventually get away because they, like, crowd surf in the mm-hmm. crowd. And there's just, like, like stunt people, like, carrying them through the crowd. They're yeah. definitely not crowd surfing. Not and as someone real. who's, like, crowd surfed at Warped Tour and stuff, <laughs> like, that's not what it's like. Um, and then Eugene Levy's character, Max Lomax, he, like, staves, stage dives and then just falls mm-hmm. to the ground. Yeah. I feel like people have died doing that. Oh, yeah, he would not be okay. Not real. But spoiler alert, I guess, or like fun fact, it was just a mat. He fell onto a mat. Mm-hmm. And then. Special features. Right. Yeah. From. Yeah. yeah. Special features. Shout out <laughs> to special features. <laughs> and they run, they're running through the city. They're like near Central Park, basically. And um, they, Mary Kate and Ashley, jump into like this manhole cover and then they fall into a sewer. With the dog. With the dog. And I'm like, and for some reason, the sewer is, like, bright enough. It has lights in it. Yeah. It's, like, not disgusting. There's not, like, rats and poop. Yeah. Like, flying. Which, sewers in New York City especially. Not good. Not good. Not a fun Filled with drugs, I'm sure. Filled with, like... Every you would have to go to the hospital after that, like go get hepatitis. That, sure <laughs> you would probably like, step rabies. on something weird. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, you would. They would be very ill after coming out of that sewer. <laughs> the sewer. No way. And they somehow walk to like from, like oh, yeah, we figured it out. Okay. They're in. They're like on the other side of Central Park, basically, and then they walk to the other side of Central Park. Yeah, in they're the like, sewer. In the Manhattan section. And then they go to Harlem. And then they go to Harlem. That's a long-ass walk. They go to 125th Street. Did you figure out how long of a walk that would be from Central Park 
basically Did like 59th and 9th. I figured it out from Times Square? Yeah. Or no, yeah, 59th and 9th to not Chinatown. But to so Harlem. Yeah, to Harlem. Basically, this, like, timeline of, like, all the places they go in the city, it just, like, doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it could, not with the way that they're doing it, 59. I guess, like, movies obviously, like, have that leeway, but... Yeah. And to be fair, I didn't even think of that until Bailey pointed it out. <laughs> she was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I want a map yeah. of where they're at. And it I was would like, take an hour <laughs> to walk from... Where 59th and 9th Street up to Harlem. Yeah. Even in the sewer. In it would the sewer, take like, longer. No. In the dark. In the, yeah. Like, and with then, the dog. Yeah, with the dog. Oh. And then Eugene Levy's like, where does this sewer end up? And he basically tells that the like construction worker tells them where he has mm-hmm. to go. And he gets there, like, no question. Like, yeah. pretty no quickly. Mm-hmm. But... Mary Kay and Ashley are already at the House of Bling. Which is funny because it would take 12 minutes to drive. Yeah. From there to there. I mean, maybe maybe not with traffic. Yeah, but even though. A solid 20. Like, oh, not, like, as I, I haven't driven in New York, obviously, but I've, like, taken cabs mm-hmm. from, like, the city. And it, like, takes a while, but not. Yeah. He not an hour. Too. Yeah, he has a little car. Yeah. And so he. <laughs> yeah, he gets to the house of bling, but Mary and Ashley are like busting mm-hmm. a move. Oh yeah, having a party. Yeah, they're having a party, and it's like another stereotype. Yeah. Of like wild black women. Yeah. With their blingalicious yeah. beauty parlor, like hair salon slash boutique. Yeah. Which that was weird. <laughs> yeah, hair salon that sells clothes too. It's, the House of Blank. I mean, I don't know. Maybe in Harlem. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I have not been to a store like that in my entire life. No. I don't know. Maybe they do exist. Yeah. But it was just a little weird that they, the owner of the salon, kicked out women from her styling <laughs> chairs to re, redo Mary-Kate and Ashley's yeah. hair and outfit. Yeah. It's like, uh, for free. Yes. No F- and like they go through like several ch- like transformations, mm-hmm. hairstyles and outfits in like twenty minutes. Yeah, it's supposed to be like brief. Yeah, yeah. and um, they have like they because Jane looks at the clock. Ashley's character looks at the clock, and she's like, "I've three hours to get to my speech, and I look like trash." And yeah. she just hyperventilates, and they sing the itsy bitsy spider. To calm her down. And then the, like, owner of the salon, Big Cheryl, mm-hmm. House of Bling. Yeah. She's like, we gotta transform you. Yeah. I can't have you walking out of here looking like that. I know. And it's okay. super stereotype. Yeah. But also, I, I, like, still like those characters. They're fun. They're fun. They're fun for sure. But it's, like, the only, literally, they are the only people of, like, color. Yeah. Besides, I guess, like, the only people of color in this movie are stereotypes. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yikes. Yeah. Completely. Get it together. Mm-hmm. There's... Token. Token. Token black character. Token Asian characters. That's, that's it. it. That's it. 
that's really it. In New York. In New York City. In New York City, the most, like, Mm -hmm. diverse. Are we watching Friends? Like, okay. No, I'm, like, just now, like, piecing this together. I was like, wait a minute. What are other characters of color in this movie? None. None. None at all. Yeah. None. Yikes. Yep. (laughs) Well... Well, 2004. You know, 2004. Yeah. This not that that doesn't high... still happen now at all. Oh but... yeah, this happens a lot. Yeah, but like, whew. yeah. I don't think we've read a lot of reviews and no one really touches on that. No, there was one review but... on Rotten Tomatoes where they were like, they just walk around the city and meet stereotypes. Yeah, which is like very true. Yes, totally. Yeah, but whew. I mean, I don't. I have never expected Mary Kane Ashley to be on the forefront of like racial diversity yeah, in their films. Know, but I feel like in a lot, and they're like straight to video films, they do have more people of color in their mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting that their feature films lack that. Interesting. But although in It Takes Two, like the, um, if we're going to get into like, like details. Mm-hmm. There are color like people of color, but they're all the orphans. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Problematic. One of the ladies that works at the orphanage. Oh, she yeah. Yeah. So she's like a character of some status. Yeah. So still. That's bare minimum. Uh-huh. We give credit to the bare minimum. It's so <laughs> problematic. <Yeah. laughs> it's like, oh, you have one black character in your whole movie yeah. <laughs> that's like not a poor person yeah um but yeah so they go to the house of bling and that's where big cheryl kind of explains to them like the whole moral of the story is mm-hmm. like you have a lot of wrong turns but like in the end you'll find the most important thing like, that's the moral of the story yeah and we understand that like pretty much a little bit more than halfway through the movie mm-hmm. Just like, yeah. Thanks, Big Cheryl. Yeah. For laying it out. Laying it out to yeah. us. Yeah. And then they, Mary Kay and Ashley leave. They steal a cab. Yeah. Eugene Levy hijacks a the RV. Chase scene. And it's the Ferris Bueller's Day Off chase scene, basically. Yeah. 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 Which is kind of funny. Like, for some reason, Jane doesn't know how to drive a car, even though she's 18. Mm-hmm. I guess in New York, even, they live in the suburbs. Yeah. But, like, she's an overachiever. She, I feel like she should know how to yeah. drive. Yeah. But it makes a good comedic scene that mm-hmm. she doesn't know how to drive. Yeah. And they have, they introduce this, like, silly, <laughs> suburban, older couple with, like, Madras plaid shirts. I like, love it. A like weird sun shorts. And like a weird does she is she wearing like a sun visor? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. They're like the typical husband and wife, weird mm-hmm. suburban maybe Midwestern. Yeah. They have a loudspeaker for their camping church yeah. trips. They're very did you ever see Big Girls Don't Cry They Get Even? No. That's a really good movie. Is it like something from that? Um, no, it's from the 90s, and, uh, Jenny Lewis is in it, um, she's not the main character, but I love Jenny Lewis. I love Jenny Lewis. Um, but this girl runs away from her family, because she thinks they don't love her, and there, she, while she's running away, she gets picked up by this family of, like, very, 
understanding, like really, really wholesome with couple with like five or six kids or whatever. But that's what they reminded me of. Oh, very okay. wholesome, all American, like Christian, God fearing right. people. Okay. It was this couple. I think they're like the the Dougals or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Something stupid. Oh my god. They're they're kinda of funny though. Yeah. And I think my favorite part in this chase scene is that we see Daryl Hammond yet again. Oh, yes. They pick him up in the cab. In the cab, yeah. And, um... Coffee spilled again. Yeah. The coffee... <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Bailey just sounded like a feather in her jacket. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, so they, they spill coffee on, um, on him again. Jane's, like, driving through the streets all crazy, and mm-hmm. Daryl Hammond is not buckled in, so he's just, like, flopping back and forth. Yeah. And that's pretty funny. I love that we see him, like, again. Throughout, yeah. Yeah, throughout this movie. Yeah, um, And, yeah, so that's, like, we have the big Ferris Bueller the first Bueller moment, and then they eventually get out of the car because the RV, like, gets stuck in an alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the cab is able to park, and then they have their she, big... She pulls down a one-way street the wrong way. Yeah. And then just flips the car into a parking spot. Yeah, and like, And then they no... just walk away from it. Yeah, like, no, no problem. Easy no as problem. if, like... I mean, I guess if that was, like, your cab, if it was, like, someone else's cab that they stole. Yeah. Like, you don't have to worry about parking or anything. Like, yeah, tickets. That's true. But. To f- easily find. In Times Square. The skill, yeah. The in Times Square, like, the busiest street yeah. in New York City. Yeah. Manhattan. Like. Broadway. God. Not. And they have their big fight. Mm-hmm. Which is so is fun. Yeah. They're just, like, I feel like you're just pushing me out of your life. And then they bring up their dead mom. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, dad's always looking for your attention. And Roxy is, like, so hurt Yeah. by all of Jane's words. It's a pretty intense moment. Which I can understand her, her, Jane's pain that she has been a very excellent, high-achieving student her entire yeah. life. What she was talking about being a captain of the cheer team and dad could come to the big game because he was at your parent teacher conferences oh my god no for real though like that's yeah that sucks yeah but at the same time like you don't really get to be a really good student without your parents like being there and encouraging you yeah a little bullshit but right whatever i mean there are like the the like small cases of kids who like grow up in like really like uh, like I don't know, homes without good parents or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they thrive, that's but weird. I don't think that's like very common in yeah. like upper upper middle class yeah. doctors, mm-hmm. children. Yeah. yeah. Poor Jane. Poor Jane. Yeah. And then my favorite part is like the weird montage where like they keep seeing sisters all over the yeah. city. And it's like and then Jane rip whispers, she like gasps. Roxy. Yeah. Uh, I'm obsessed with that. They, she just like they keep seeing sisters, yeah. and they're like, oh, I can't even deal with this. I miss her, I miss her yeah. sister. Like someone you've hated for years and don't know anything about. Yeah, but 
And then somehow, like, Roxy, like, she must go back to Chinatown from this because she ends up, or no, Jane ends up with yeah. Benny Bang again, mm-hmm. Andy Richter. Yeah. And he traps her. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he, he traps her and then they drive to Chinatown because she, they trap yeah. her into a, a truck or a van. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they trap her. And they take her to Chinatown again, mm-hmm. where they're trying to torture the dog to get the chip out. Yeah. Honestly, if these people were really bad, they would kill the dog. Seriously, they would slit its stomach open and take in the chip out of the dog. Like, 100%. It's an ugly, stupid little dog. Like They would have done it. But you can't show that on, t- on a no, movie for no, kids. No, of course that's not going to happen. PG. Yeah. And, um, and Jane sees their whole stash of movies mm-hmm. which there's like island in the sun two is holiday in the sun Hi- yeah holiday in the sun two. two sequel is one of them and then simple plan cd vacation is one of the other things like it's just like she's like this little, movie isn't out yet little easter egg well, yeah not the simple plan thing but the holiday in the sun yeah yeah this movie isn't out yeah. And I was like, who's buying movies? That's like all I could think of, like watching it and like living in 2017 and like even the past like many years. I'm mm-hmm. like, who buys movies? Yeah. No. Like compact discs. Yeah. You buy it. If you're going to buy it, you like buy it online. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but whatever. Yeah. In the, I feel like at the time when I saw this movie, I was like, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to question. Yeah, like pirated <laughs> stuff exists, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm a teenager. I don't know. Yeah, um, and yeah. Where else are we? Oh yeah, so we she get escapes. She eventually escapes mm-hmm. because she like kicks um Andy Richter in like the face. Yeah, and then slides out and like the dog bites the mom. Mm-hmm. Mom comes. It's in. a whole. Yeah. It's a whole shebang. Yeah, and then we flash to like. Roxy sees Trey again. They just like oh, because he's blocked in the trunk of the of the oh, limo. Yeah, yeah, the limo. And for some she, reason, yeah, she finds it and gets Jane's plan. Yeah, it's like unlocked. She gets Jane's, which I believe because Andy Richter's character seems like a bit of an idiot. Yeah, he drank the dog's like ipecac. Or yeah, whatever. The laxatives for the dog. He's like to poop out the yeah. Dog. He drank it. Good. <laughs> Like, he's, like, I'm, like, okay, you'd leave your door unlocked. Yeah. But, um, so she gets the day planner. Trey's locked in the trunk. Mm-hmm. And they eventually go to Columbia to do the speech. hmm And at the same time, when, uh, Jane escapes, she runs into Hottie Jim. What's his name? Yeah, the bike messenger. Yeah, bike messenger Jim. And she's, like, I feel like saving my life. Something like that. Yeah, something very dramatic. Like 20 minutes to... Blah, blah. Get to Columbia. Yeah. Can you do it? And he's like, yeah. Got it. On Which a bike. I looked up, and from Chinatown to Columbia, it would take 47 <laughs> minutes to ride your bike. <laughs> but, I mean, to give him... To, like, to his credit, he does ride over cars and, like, sure. make shortcuts. Yep. And... um. There's a lot of things that probably would never happen in real life. Yeah. And then they are late to the speech. They are. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're about 10 minutes late. Yeah. So it makes, makes sense. If he did shortcuts and rode over cars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
And um, my, honestly, what I love, this is like my second favorite line, uh, and like next to the part about her, like, I'm trying to think of a reason to keep home living. Oh, uh-huh. When Mary Kate quotes Avril Lavigne. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. so Mary Kate Roxy wants to like, she wants to basically like read Jane's speech so she can like save the day, mm-hmm. but she drops the cards and like doesn't see it, even yeah. though they drop like right at her feet. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And um, she was like, why do you got to make things so complicated? From the great, <laughs> the great Canadian professor. Yeah. Avril Levinstein. <laughs> you gotta make things so complicated something something makes me frustrated (laughs) and you fall and you something and you take what you can get (laughs) i don't know oh no no yeah no 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 it's hilarious why people didn't see the fun in that in this movie is beyond me yeah and then we can't forget how so okay this is later but so jane comes in there's this whole fiasco with like so jane comes up on stage she sings she like tries to do some of a speech but she doesn't have the speech Mm -hmm. and then max lomax comes and is like i got you yeah and then ma and benny are like doing it's like they're doing what they're doing is illegal yet they like do it in front of a bunch of people they're like mm-hmm. i need you yeah yeah and then the rv people come in and they're like it's a broadway show yeah. <laughs> where are the cats <laughs> they're like this one's, you know this doesn't look like cats <laughs> and it's so funny they have this like big fiasco mm-hmm. right and, on stage right on stage in front of everyone like a brawl breaks out yeah Mm-hmm. Oh, and Daryl Hammond's character is like the judge of yeah. the speech. Yeah, he's like, like the, the Mc, big Mc, 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 McGill. McGill. He's the McGill guy yeah. for the McGill Fellowship. Yeah, he's the main dude. Mm-hmm. And okay, so like Mary Kay and Ashley have been like ruining his life all day, but he's like somehow at the end of the day like sympathetic. Super, yeah, super impressed. But that about all the bullshit. Maybe he must be like secretly a really good dude. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I'll know. just believe it. That's yeah. the world of this movie. Cussing like a dick the whole day, but you know what? Everyone has a bad day. I probably would have acted similarly. Yeah. Had I been in his but then he sees the human of Jane and Roxy Ryan, mm-hmm. and he's Brain. like, oh, "Yeah, these Gosh. girls, they've gone <laughs> through so much." Then, <laughs> um. Of what I love is like the moment like you see Eugene Levy and um Andy Richter like interact with like the handcuffs. Yeah. Did you catch that? Yeah. So good. He's like trying to arrest Andy Richter. He's not even a real cop. Yeah. But then they're like have this whole like gag that he's like actually a cop. Just to like inflate his ego so mm-hmm. they'll leave him alone. Yeah. And he arrests Benny, Andy Richter, and he, but he can't get his handcuffs on. And Andy Richter is just like, whatever, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me do it. It's so funny. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And then at the end of the day, like, they get out and, like, mm-hmm. Jane thinks that she's going to do, you know, she, she lost. But yeah. Daryl. Yeah. 
touch removed by your I found your speech. And yeah. Like read the note card that dropped out of the planner. On the ground. Yeah. And he's yeah. Like, I think you dropped it. <sighs> Loved it. Love it. He's like, it's Love not that it. you wanted to win. It's that you absolutely refused to fail. Yeah. What a line. That's like, I want to put that in like some essay that I write. Yeah. It's not in like, in like a cover letter. Uh-huh. I wonder if yes. I put that in a cover letter, if like they would notice or if they would like it. I, would I don't know. I my eyes at that, but. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, then six months later, isn't that yeah, like there's this like, summer or something? Yeah, it's like, it's like that, this following summer. Yeah. And like. They're with the boys that they love. We're in a recording studio. Yeah, with the band. Mm-hmm. I guess that those execs loved the CD. Yeah. And it's like... Zen Riot. Zen Riot. New. And they're singing Suffragette City. Yeah. Which Suffragette City. That's a pretty... Yeah. They could have picked a lot of really, really shitty songs to cover. Yeah, who they is that know. originally? David Bowie. Okay, that's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. And, um... With Wakefield as her... Little band. Which is funny that she is on the cover of the CD, and she's just the drummer. Well, in the, um... She asks Jack Osborne Mm -hmm. why she's on the cover. She's like, why am I on the cover of this? And he was like, marketing, baby. Yeah. Like, I think... And he might have said, like, sex sells or something. Yeah. Probably. She's like a hot girl. He probably didn't say that. No, but I don't something know. Along something those along lines. those lines of yeah. like marketing, you're a hot chick. Yeah. More wine. Just a little more wine. <laughs> Fill up the cup. It's like I've drank the whole bottle today. But um, yeah. So the end and like um, that Jim. Yeah, Jim the messenger mm-hmm. is still with Jane. Yeah. And she, he's like, I don't know if I'll be able to visit you in New York when you're at Oxford. London. Oh, in London. Which Oxford is not in London. Oxford is in Oxford, England. But. <laughs> whatever. Small maybe. detail. Small detail. Small, whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I won't be able to visit you when you're in London. And she's like, oh, it's fine. Why not? Like, it's casual, like, cool Your girl about it. Is here. Yeah, it's like, I get it. And he's like, it just won't work out for me. I'm moving there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm transferring schools. Whoa, Whoa like, buddy. It's so easy yeah. to just, like, transfer to England. Yeah. fuck it. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Just... Money's no object for him, though. Yeah. He loves Jane. She's worth it. Well, yeah, and I'm sure you make a lot of money as a bike messenger <laughs> in 2004 in New Oh, York. I'm sure. Like... You have, like, enough to live. And, but don't forget, he's not only a bike messenger in New York City, he also, like, somehow lives, like, in the suburbs because he's like yeah. on that train stop. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Which means that he's not that rich. Yeah, he lives in the suburbs. Uh-huh. Close to, but he's just like, he's in New York City on vacation. Maybe. Or like some. No, he said that he went to school there. So he, he's like from, he's like from another neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. That makes sense. You paid more attention than he's I did. He's from Yonkers. <laughs> maybe. He's from Queens. <laughs> yeah. He's from Jersey City. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just thinking of all, like, the places my friends have lived in New York that are, like, kind of cheaper <laughs> uh-huh. than yeah. New York City proper. Yeah. Um, and we have Trey, who's, like, still with Roxy. Mm-hmm. They're still very much in love. He's going to go on tour with them. Yeah. 
we've got a funny idea for a music video where Roxy's in a cucumber suit. Yeah. And Jack Osborne's like, don't talk to me. Yeah. And that's And then they dance it out and the movie ends. And that's it. Eugene Levy does come in. Oh yeah, he does. Face out Roxy with a with a parking ticket or something oh, yeah. like that. Which is kind of a weird, like cheesy moment. Yeah, but like, I kind of love it. Like, and it's like gets her signature. Yeah, her and they get like, I'm like, would Eugene Levy's character like really love her now? No. After spending years on the chase, yeah, he would still want to bust her. Yeah, but I guess she like helped him become a cop. Yeah, yeah, because there was a bit when everyone like breaks out onto the stage at the speech, and she like. I forget what she says, but she basically, like, talks him up really good. Yeah, it was like, like, he's a cop, and we, he schemed it, and mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. He caught the mafia people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to, like, read, there's, like, a bunch of other, like, oh, yeah, fun tidbits. So, I read this in, like, J14 when I was, like, a teenager. But, um, so, Jane and Jim, the bike messenger, they don't... Ki they kiss at, like, the very end of the movie, but they don't kiss when they, like, you think they're going to kiss, and they don't kiss. And if I recall correctly, I'm not going to check myself because I doubt it's on the internet, but, um, so Jim Riley... Riley Smith or whatever his name yeah, is? Riley, Riley something. Yeah. He had a cold sore, and so Ashley was not going to kiss him. Good for her. Funny. Good for her. Yeah, she didn't have to mess with that. <laughs> and um, you can, I noticed it, um, Bailey didn't, but you can, like, kind of see it on his lip. I'm sure there was, like, makeup and, like, all that shit to, like, yeah. fix it. Yeah, yeah. But, um. I didn't know where to look. I, like, I was, like, looking at his lip and I was, like, what's, like, a different color? Oh, okay. Like, a significant, and it looks, yeah. like, significantly, like, redder on, oh, like, okay. one side of his wow, mouth. I totally missed it then. Yeah. Still there yeah it's there and yeah. she wouldn't kiss him because mm -hmm. it like looks like they're about to kiss but they didn't yeah and i read that in, like j14 or teen beat or some shit that's like when daryl Heyman interrupts yeah him, mm -hmm. the steps of columbia yeah and... i know is that the no it's the stairs of the met and gossip girl i was like i want to like make all these connections with like other <laughs> new york shit but no there aren't any no um there's no gossip girl references in New York Minute. Yeah. But I just want to read some, like, before we wrap up, I really want to read some reviews about this that were on, like, Rotten Tomatoes. Because <laughs> it's just, like, so funny. So we already saw, we already read that um, Richard Roper said an awful film. And then someone said, even if it feels forced, the Olsen twins' appeal, I freely admit, remains a two-for-one bargain. <laughs> um... Pure problem and tiresome in the bargain. Um, not great, but Olsen twins, Olsen twin fans won't care. <laughs> That's my favorite. Um, a basic ripoff of Ferris Bueller. Um, most viewers will likely be checking their watches, probably wishing this minute were gone in 60 seconds. Um, the stars never attempt to do anything outside their limited range, like, for example, act. You <laughs> so know, I think making a, like, they're not act, they're not good actors, but like, they did better than like, any of their other weird 
made for TV movies. Yeah, honestly. And I mean, <clears throat> people aren't seeing these movies to see something fantastic. No, it's a funny, learn. campy like, movie. Yeah. It's like, treat it like American Pie. Exactly. Or like, treat it like... It's just a teen movie. That's what they make. Like, And if you're seeing it thinking otherwise, then you're a dumbass. Yeah, then like, you're... You and if your, it, like, your own time. There's good act. There's good people in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a bunch of like, weird antics. Yeah. And like, I think it's funny that the director like, in the behind the scenes thing was like, watch out, Cameron Diaz. Yeah. And stuff. I'm like, I mean, Cameron Diaz, like, I guess she makes... though. Yeah, she makes, like, kind (laughs) of shitty movies. But, like, this movie, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, I when I watched Billboard Dad again, I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, this movie, like, I loved as a kid, but, ugh, rough. Yeah. And this one, I was like, yes, Yes. thank God. So funny. Yeah, I'm glad I watched it. I'm really glad I rewatched it. It's just, it's funny. Like, take it for what it is. It's yeah. stupid and it's funny. And, like, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's this one person from Movie Metropolis said, Stanley Kubrick once said, if it can be written or thought, it can be filmed. Obviously, he has never seen the script for New York Minute. <laughs> God. But, like, again, I will stress, I can't stress it enough, this movie is like, don't take it like seriously. Yeah. Don't yeah. think of it as Come like on. an intellectual comedy. Mm-hmm. It's just like a bunch of weird references and I don't know. I love it. I yeah, I think it's really I funny. think this movie does like aside from like the weird stereotype, like the t- stereotypes bum me out a lot. But um also it's like from 2004 American Ashley, like I mean it's, you watch any movie with a critical lens, you're going to be bummed out. Yeah, totally. Totally. And, yeah, especially, like, you're like, oh, are there people of color in this that aren't stereotypes? Like, you're going to be bummed out through yeah. every movie you yeah. see. So. Um, I really quickly wanted to note uh, Denny Gordon, the director. Oh, um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, directed Joe Dirt. Which is a very funny movie. Yeah. I love Joe Dirt. I definitely have seen Joe Dirt. Yeah. Um, New York Minute, obviously. And yeah. What a Girl Wants with Amanda Bynes, which I didn't, I have not seen. I loved that movie. I know it's one of Michael Scott's most favorite films. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. She also, hang on, I'm going to pull up her IMDb. Because she did a bunch of TV shows in the 90s. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, come on. I know she did Party of Five. Damn it. Wikipedia. Okay, Party of Five. Sports Night, Ally McBeal, The Practice, Grounded for Life, and Burn Notice are the, the other shows she did that I know of. Okay. Um, so, I mean... She's pretty, like... She's pretty good, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Like, she definitely has a style yes. of directing. Yeah. Goofy. Yeah. Kind of campy. Has she done anything in, like, the past 10 years? I don't think so. Was this her last thing? When was Joe Dirt filmed? 2001. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Was, I'm wondering, if was this her last? I don't know. It says years active, 94 to present. 
But like, there's no list of maybe she's like still searching for work. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm not gonna dig too deep into that. No. But but what I like, I feel like in a lot of Mary Kate Ashley movies, like the actors who are in their movies like did nothing after mm-hmm. that, or like maybe they've done some stuff, but really like. That was not high on the resume that yeah. they did American Ashley movie. Yeah. And, but these actors are like, they had a pretty solid cast. Yeah. Yeah. Eugene Kudos. Levy. Kudos. Andy Richter, Eugene so Levy. funny. Like, Eugene Levy. Great. Like, Daryl Hammond. Love. Love the cast. Good job, casting director. Good job, producers, yeah, American Ashley Olsen. Well, and they were saying, when we were watching the um, behind the scenes, they were saying that they had a list of people that they wanted, and they got mostly everyone that they yeah. originally picked, which I would really love to know who didn't. Yeah. Who except. did not accept. But, so. You know. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. Watch, rewatch it as yeah. an adult. If you haven't watched this movie in a few years, like please rewatch it. Yeah, give it. A, give it you're a gonna shot. love it. Um, especially if you're a comedy fan, if you like sketch comedy and like SNL, yeah. like view it through that lens. Don't view it through a critical film mm-hmm. lens. My God, you're gonna be disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> like you're gonna be like, none of this works. This yeah. isn't funny, but like it's can't be. Bechtel test? Is that how you pronounce it? Bechtel test? Bechtel? Yeah. yeah. No, they're talking. Unfortunately. It does, it does pass it. Does it? They're not talking about men. That's true. Or clothes. They're talking about like their ambitions and their feelings. That's very For true. like each other yeah. as women. Yeah. Okay. And sisters. So I, it does. I think it does. Let me. Maybe it does. Should we look up the Bechtel test before we end this podcast? Yes. It's like our longest one. Yeah. Um. Okay. Bechdel test. I've definitely heard of it. Okay, yeah. The Bechdel test asks whether a work of fiction features at least two women or girls who talk to each other about something other than a man or a boy. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. They actually don't even talk about the guys at all. They meet the guys. They don't mention the guys to each other. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I hope we run into Trey. I hope we run into Jim. Yeah, it's like almost like they're kind of oblivious to them until they see them and they're like, oh hey. Which is like, okay, so then you could have just left them out. Really? The boys don't need to be in it. They could have just been like random friends that they met on the street Mm -hmm. or like a person to help them achieve their goal. Exactly. People to help them along. But I guess they need it. Like, every American Ashley movie has, like, a guy. They have to kiss someone. They they have to kiss someone, okay? Like, it's their goal in life. They have to, like, give teenage girls and preteen girls, like, a reason to keep on living. Yeah, seriously. Hope for the future. Boys will kiss them. God. Mary can actually ruin my love life. Yeah, no, honestly. (laughs) Made me, like... Feel so bad about myself. <laughs> Why but. don't every guy want to meet kiss? Me? I know. How come a boy won't run into me on a bike? <laughs> my skirt Why gets caught on the pedal, and then we fall in love. My life is ruined. <laughs> Why can't I break into a hotel room of a senator and see the sun naked and we fall in love? What that happen to me? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That's basically the truth yeah. of the matter. Thanks, Mary Kate. Yeah. Whatever. 
All right. Well, I think that's a good stepping. Point. I think so. <laughs> Let's cut it off. There Let's cut it off there before dark. we just like keep repeating ourselves. <laughs> Make yeah. it Ashley, my boy. <laughs> you ruined my love life for life. Um, but yeah, so that is our episode today about New York Minute. Thank you if you got through the whole thing. Yes, it's very long. Um, and yeah, so you can, you know, obviously catch us on um, mkpodcast.com, our Instagram, which I'll try and be more active on, which is, you know, Give Me Pizza Podcast. And you can email us at mkapodcast at gmail.com if you want to be interviewed or if you just have some input or whatever you want we'll read your emails we would love to interview someone yeah we really would love to interview you if you you know have american ashley blog if you've been fair for a really long time if you collect all of their memorabilia please reach out to us we want to skype interview you yeah um but yeah so you know check us up on facebook whatever you want send us free stuff i don't know (laughs) send us american ashley merchandise if okay. any um, alcohol people want to sponsor us, that'd be cool too. Yeah, if you just like We're live in the Portland area and you want to come over and drink with us and watch American <laughs> National movies, please do that. Please do it. Um, if your bar wants to have American Ashley night for us, yeah. If you want to we'll do trivia, American Ashley trivia, <laughs> I really do want to do a full house trivia night at a bar here in Portland. That would be tight. I need to reach out to people. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Okay, that's about it for us. Before we just like give off random ideas. Alright, bye guys. Open the door! Open the door!